Good morning and welcome to another installment of SpongeBob the Revolutionary. We are your hosts, Bree and Bridget. And if you're listening to our podcast today, this is probably the best decision you made this week. Pure. <laughs> um <laughs> one thing we like to do on this podcast is um talk about the last SpongeBob meme we used or just whatever Spongebob meme is relevant to us right now. And since I went first on the last one, it's your turn to go first. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> okay, guys. Um, so my meme of the week, it's been a pretty good week, actually. Um, you, by now, you guys probably know that we are teachers. And it was the first week of virtual learning. And to be honest, it went a lot better than I thought it would. Like, my hopes, I'm not going to say I had low expectations, but it's just, today, this week was great. So, <clears throat> my meme, which is a meme that I showed my kids this week, is the Spongebob meme where he's like, I think it was, it was like from him doing the jellyfish, like, dancing. You know when, like, he had a party and the jellyfish were like... And he has his robe on? Little- or that I no, can be vibing though. That one. <laughs> so I think it's from the episode when he was like jamming with the jellyfish. And I don't know why I'm pointing at the screen because you guys can't see it. But basically it's the meme where he has his hands up in the air and he's dancing. And he's like, I do be vibing though. And I was vibing with my kids this week. So we do be vibing though. That's my I meme. love that meme. That's definitely, I, mm, I don't want to say it's in my top 10 because I'm sure there's 10 better memes that I can't think of off the top of my head. But off of memes that I can think of off the top of my head, that's definitely in my top 10. But if you are a true OG fan of the podcast, meaning if you have been a fan for three weeks now, <laughs> then um, when we did our... <laughs> When we did our SpongeBob song bracket, it was the what was it? The Jellyfish Jam. Yeah. And uh, it's it's from that episode. Wow. Um, my meme of the week, which um Bridget guessed what my meme of the week would be before we started recording, but I'm gonna show her again anyway. It's a picture <laughs> of Squidward and he's like, he has his iPhone and he's you know the picture that like girls like to take with their iPhone when they think their booty's looking fat, and so like you stand oh, with your back to the mirror. Fat. Yeah, school's booty's looking fat, fat, and um, you like kind of turn over your shoulder and take the picture. That's the picture. Um, that's my meme for this week because um, it has nothing to do with teaching. I just feel indifferent about it right now, but I've been feeling myself. I, I personally think I've been looking really cute lately. My cool. skin has been glowing, so. Yeah, that's my meme of the week. Wow, I I imagine Squidward took that picture after he um got into the Krabby Patty vault and ate all the Krabby Patties and got thick. He was feeling stuff after that. I really wish Squidward would wear pants. You know, <clears throat> tentacles out. <laughs> lol i know bridget has not seen this movie but it's a movie that i watched yesterday called the watchman and there's this character named dr manhattan and he was like glowing blue 
he was in some, you know, the the trope of like the scientists and an experiment going wrong and them getting superpowers, kind of like in Fantastic Four. It was one of those things. He was glowing blue. He was bald, and he was constantly walking around naked with his dick slinging. And it, I mean, it wasn't big enough to say slanging uh, with his dick out. <laughs> Mom, I hope you're not listening. <laughs> oh my god, sorry. <laughs> but um, that's what I think of now when I look at Squidward, because like you don't got pants on. And remember that episode where Squidward um, didn't have shirt on and they covered the private area with the bubbles, <laughs> and the yeah. bubble popped, and the mom covered the kid's face. That's all I thought about when I was watching that movie. But anyway, I guess we should move in to talking about the episode that we watched. Um, the episode that we watched this week was called Squidville. Yeah. Squidville. Oh my God. That was ugly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, do you want to walk us through or shall I walk us through, Miss Um, Bridget? I will walk us through. I think you did last time. I don't recall. But, um, so we'll get started. So, this episode is called Squidville, <laughs> as we already saying to you guys. So, of course, we have to start off the episode with some shenanigans by SpongeBob and Patrick. Um, for some reason, they love reef blowers, which I guess I get it, but not really. So, they got some reef blowers in the mail. <clears throat> and, of course, as soon as they get them, they start blowing things, and then they realize that there's an option to suck things up. So, of course, <clears throat> they decided that they're going to just start sucking up everything, and they just so happen to suck up Squidward's windows and door. Um, and so now Squidward is trapped. If you guys don't remember what Squidward's house looks like, it, um, it looks like a face. And so the little eye windows are gone. And his little door is now gone, so he's trapped. Squidward, being Squidward, is determined to get out of his house and yell at SpongeBob and Patrick because, honestly, why wouldn't you yell at SpongeBob and Patrick for sucking up your house? So he manages to dig a tunnel and demands that they put back his door and windows. Now, of course, Wait, <laughs> SpongeBob. SpongeBob said, Squidward, you're steaming like steamed vegetables, only smarter. (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, like, SpongeBob, what do you expect? You literally (laughs) trapped him inside of his home. Why wouldn't he be steaming? Um, So, of course, Squidward is steaming and yelling, and he's like, put it back, you know. (sighs) Being... SpongeBob and Patrick, they undo the like button to throw it back out of the reef, which I'm, <laughs> I'm just confused as to how the reef was able to suck up those things, but it did. And so when they shot it back, <laughs> it was so forceful that it completely destroyed Squidward's home. Like the it's like Squidward doesn't have a home anymore. <laughs> Demolished. 
Squidward's house explodes and he's upset. And then what? <laughs> he's upset. He's like, I can't live by you guys anymore. Like, I hate y'all. <laughs> I hate it here. <laughs> Literally, I hate it here. I don't have a home. And so somehow, though, as like the debris is like falling and Squidward's possessions are falling, his TV manages to still work. <laughs> And it falls from the sky, or it was in the sand or something. Yeah, it, like, lands. And there's a commercial on the television that's still working that apparently doesn't need electricity to work. Um, and the commercial is playing is for Tentacle Acres. Tentacle porn. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Bree is on, you know, are you ovulating? Ew. <laughs> Is that what it is? No. Okay. Well, it was not tentacle porn. It was tentacle acres, <laughs> which is a private community, okay, a gated community, very bougie, very fancy, that is created exclusively for folks as desperate to move as Squidward. Now, you would imagine that Squidward is probably going to love this place. But before Squidward can even hear the name, so we know it's Tentacle Acres. Squidward doesn't know it's Tentacle Acres. He didn't even get to hear the name because Patrick was like, I hate this channel, and then turns away. Here's what I don't understand. Why would Patrick, at this point, like, you have destroyed this man's home. Why are you touching this TV? <laughs> I have a theory that Patrick knows exactly what he's doing and he's not dumb. And he just likes fucking with so. people. I just, I don't understand how anybody can be that dumb. Have I met a person not dumb in real life? I have, but I'll have to tell you off the record. <laughs> <laughs> so Bree has met a Patrick I don't think I've met a Patrick in my life however I do um, there are a lot of idiotic people that I've met in my life me and Bridget constantly so. have conversations where she's like I'm really trying hard not to call people idiots but they won't stop being idiots they won't stop being idiots y'all I hope you like Literally every day, I don't know if anyone's watched The Office, somebody does something and I just want to stare into the camera and be like, are y'all hearing this or seeing this? What possesses people to do such idiotic things? I will never know. And so I really felt for Squidward in this episode because if I live by two complete idiots, I have to move immediately. I would move. Hey, y'all can have a little neighborhood. You can have a little, the house, the whatever. I got to get away. So I really felt the Squidward in this moment because he's had enough. Okay, they destroyed his house. He wants to go live with people who are just like him, you know, who enjoy the fancy things, the clarinet, who aren't jellyfishing and playing with reef blowers. And so Squidward arrives at the front gate of Pentacle Acres. Now, 
It's a gated community, y'all. You can't just walk up in there. So, of course, Squidward had to inter- interview. I say interview loosely because they asked him to confirm whether he was a sponge or a starfish. They basically <laughs> said, are you colored? <laughs> in, you, in so many words, this is an exclusive community. Um, are you colored? Are you gay? You're neither of those things? Okay, come on. It's in so many words, yes. Okay. They're like, listen, we're only here for a certain kind of person. Are you that certain kind of person? Are you that somebody? Um, are you that somebody? I assume that they probably have like homeowner association fees. It's probably the type of place where like if you painted your door red, you would like get kicked out. Which how can um Squidward afford to live there? With what he makes at the crust of crab. And money just really doesn't exist, I think, in Bikini Bottom. Or maybe like, he got insurance for his house exploding. True. But at the same time, like, if you're getting paid a nickel, how can you afford anything? We know SpongeBob is a trust fund, baby. Squidward must be like, I feel like Squidward comes from old money. I know trust fund technically is old money. But I Squidward is probably like we built bikini bottom old money. Mm, I feel like if Squidward came from old money though, he would have never lived in bikini bottom. Hmm. I feel like maybe Squidward used to run with Squilliam and then his family cut him off. (laughs) You (laughs) know. That would explain their weird competition that they have going because why does Squidward know Squilliam? Didn't they go to college together? Oh, true. I feel like they probably grew up together and were always like frenemies. And then when Squidward's parents cut him off because he wanted to pursue the clarinet but was no good, (laughs) (laughs) Squilliam felt like the William felt like the clear winner. That would make a lot of sense, actually. And All right. Squidward never talked about his parents. The Squidward. Remember when Squidward got handsome? Wait, we're getting too far off track. Well, me. We could just call a spade a spade. <laughs> All right, back to the episode, guys. So basically, Squidward is going into a gated community that um, is basically discriminates against sponges and starfish. So um, you're just your normal white suburban area, really. So <laughs> Squidward gets in, and to his, and to his delight, everybody looks like him. Okay, there's no sponges, no squares. No people of color. <laughs> <laughs> this is really Trump's America. Um, <laughs> Shut up. I hate you. <laughs> yeah. Um, everybody looks alike. And he's like, oh, great. You know what? I'm so happy to live in this place where there are not SpongeBob's and Patrick's around. Of course, SpongeBob and Patrick. For some reason, cannot get through their heads. The Squidward does not like them. They call him and attempt 
to get him to come back. I'm like, please quit work. Come back. Come Except on. they're really just saying, wobble, 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 wobble. We we you assume that they're saying, please you quit work, read come back. The lines, breathe. <laughs> read between the lines. Don't let their innocent In their- faces fool you. <laughs> they were calling Squidward out on this shit. <laughs> And that weird little language. It was, we're sorry, <laughs> come back. How dare you leave us to go to a whites-only town? <laughs> you know we can't get in there. I thought you were an ally. <laughs> I don't know why they would ever think that. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's really hard to find a true ally and Squidward's not one. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <clears throat> so Squidward begins his first day at Tentacle Acres. Just like any other boring person, <laughs> he starts it off by going on a bike ride. I like to start my and day guess, off with walks. So I'm boring. You I mean, moving. if the shoe fits, just go ahead and wear it. <laughs> I feel like like non-boring people start their day off, you know, like I do. (laughs) All right. I have to work from home starting at 8.30 a.m., so I roll out of bed at around (laughs) 8.05. I go brush my teeth, wash my face, and then I grab some type of breakfast bar. And then I groan at my computer until it's time to turn my camera on. Okay, and we're being realistic. My day starts at 9.30. I wake up at 6 because my body doesn't like me to sleep past 6. Let's see. I lay there until 6.30. And then I get on my phone until like 7. And then I um, lay in my bed and watch TV. And then I get up and make breakfast. And then I ask myself if I want to go to Dunkin' to get a matcha latte with almond milk. Iced matcha latte. And then I show up to my first meeting of the day, five and six. I'm perpetually late to every meeting and all I have to do is log in. I mean, and that's just what non-boring people do. And that's just real. But before work, I would go on walks. I guess that's because I was bored, though. Damn! All right. You proved your point. That's all I'm saying. Okay, this neighborhood seems like it sucks. I imagine that's how all boring nuclear families are. They try to, they're just boring. Anyways. So, school goes on a bike. And everybody in the neighborhood is riding their bike. And they're all just riding in a straight line. None of them are talking to each other, though. They're just riding their bicycle in a straight line. Well, it must be nice to not have to worry about getting your bike stolen. Probably, yes. I didn't even see if none of their bicycles had locks on it. So it's probably because they all look the same. They all look the same. They do. They all have the same house. They all have the same resources nobody is houseless nobody is foodless so you kind of eliminate the need to steal 
it's like crazy what can happen when you give everybody their resources. I don't know. Maybe that's why there's no crime. <laughs> Anyways, after his bike ride, he decides that he's going to go grocery shopping. And he's impressed because, first of all, all the shelves are bo- like literally look the same. It's like cans and cans of, what is it? What is it? Like canned bread? Yes. I think it's like canned bread. Yeah, something that sounds disgusting like that. So everybody buys canned bread apparently in this nice little same living situation, which is, I don't know why in the world you want to eat canned bread. Because also, how do you fit bread in a can? Wouldn't it be like soggy and moist because like it's smushed and like, wouldn't it mold because it's dark? Like, it's like, I don't get it. Wait, is that why bread molds? Well, usually if you keep it in a dark place and it's warm, mold is going to grow. Oh, yeah, 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 I knew that. But anyways, moldy, he buys moldy canned bread like everybody else. And then... As we all know, Squidward is a man of many talents, full of <laughs> arts and dancing and clarinet playing. So he decides that he is going to go to an interpretive dance class. And everybody is in there dancing, synchronized. Weirdly, they're like moving their like arms. I guess it's it was interpretive dance. So whatever you do with your arms when you're like interpretive dancing, everybody's doing it. And he's like, "This is great." He ends up going to a park. Everybody's playing the clarinet. So he he's like in this clarinet playing group. He's having the time of his life. He's this is probably the best day ever for him because nobody has bothered them. Him, nobody has, you know, knocked on his door. Do Squidward and SpongeBob and Patrick even knock on Squidward's door? No one's barged in. And then the second day is the same. And then the next day is the same. And then the next day is the same. And then we see a montage of his day just same. And then as the montage goes on, Squidward starts to look a little disappointed. And he realizes that everybody's the same. (laughs) Nobody stands out. (laughs) Literally, his day is the same every single day. And nobody stands out. Besides, I mean, some of the Squidwards, I don't know the people's names. I'm calling them Squidwards. (laughs) Some of the Squidwards have, like, wigs. Well, I guess it's not a wig. I guess it's their hair. (laughs) That's about... (laughs) (laughs) Ah. <laughs> oh, you know what, Bridget? <laughs> this will come back up at the end of the podcast. <laughs> Some of them have different wigs. I'm just going to say it's a wig. <laughs> Which, you know, we love wigs. But anyways, that's the only difference you got there. And so Squidward is like, he goes and sits on a bench. He like breaks away from his routine because he's like, what is this? Like, what is the meaning of life? Why am I doing everything the same? And he starts realizing that 
it's too much paradise. And he hears a reef blower in the distance and it reminds him of SpongeBob and Patrick. And for a quick second, he thinks that it's SpongeBob. However, it's not, it's just a worker doing his job. So the worker, for some reason, well, I guess because nobody steals, huh? He leaves a reef blower unattended. He just leaves it. And Squidward's like, <laughs> back whenever. <laughs> That's what the sign <laughs> says. I'll be back whenever. Right, like it doesn't even matter. <laughs> he doesn't have a crazy boss like Mr. Krabs on his neck. <laughs> so he's like, you know what? I am going to play with this reef floor because there is nothing exciting going on in this little gated community. So of course he starts getting the reef blower and he turns into the people that he was running away from. SpongeBob and Patrick. So, of course, the residents, being the wet blankets that they already are, <laughs> they are irritated. They're scared, first of all. They're like, oh my God, reef blower, what are you doing? <laughs> Secondly, they get angry. And of course, instead of like, I don't know, like calmly talking to Squidward and being like, hey, dude, why are you uh, playing with the reef blower? They decide that they're going to form an angry mob and chase him down. As we've seen in history. An angry mob of people who all look the same. Ah! Chasing after after a traitor of their community. Um, So what happens after that? After they chase him down, they decide that they're going to Well, they've created a well-thought-out list of complaints. And they're like, we don't want people. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, of course the police shows up. Um, And they're like, you need to leave. Like, you you don't fit in here. We thought that you did because you looked like us, but you're actually nothing like us. And so they kick him out. Well, Squibber doesn't just walk out though he like gets he blows himself on, out doesn't like on the reef blower or something yeah. reef, my bad. <laughs> yes he blows himself out on the reef blower and he's like to freedom and honestly <laughs> when he says <laughs> well i think he just says freedom but all i could think about was Nicki minaj screaming to freedom and bombs bursting in the background and she was like, you think Harriet Tubman was in a shiny dress when, you, when she was taking slaves? Bums burst. To freedom. Bums burst. Um, so that's what I imagined Squidward was saying. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brie, how is this episode revolutionary? What did we learn? Well, Bridget, I know we talked about this term called cultural hegemony. But I'm not going to say anything about any of that right now. Okay, I'm going to leave that to you. I'm going to come in with the (laughs) foolishness, all right? This episode, I know that I said the gated community sounded very white. (laughs) However, I don't actually believe that. So with this episode, to first first off, I'll, no no no, I'm just gonna get in and say what I say. It reminds me. So let's start at the very beginning of the episode. 
It reminds me of going to a PWI. So Squidward is like the black kid, or maybe any kid of color can relate. And you know, they move into their dorm room. And in their dorm, they're full of white people. Like my PWI had like 18,000 students and only 500 black people. <laughs> so I got lucky in having a black roommate and then there was two other black girls down the hall, but other people didn't have that. So imagine being in a dorm hall, you're the only black person. SpongeBob and Patrick are the only idiots around and they keep playing shit like Stacy's mama's got it going on and Jesse's girl. That's a bop though. Those are bops. And, and I'm, I'm we'll, come back, we'll, come back. we'll come back though, Bridget. And so you're like, I can't relate. I can't relate. I gotta get out of here. Let me find the other black people, right? So you've had it up to here. Bridget can see that I'm holding my hand above my head and I stand five <laughs> foot seven tall. So I've had it up to here with these white people and their white music, right? And so I go and I find the black people, right? For us, it was the Office of Diversity Affairs, right? You're like, oh yeah, I like these black people. They're cool, just like Squidward, like Squidville, right? This is cool, you know? And, and them questioning him, it's like when you side out all the people who are not black, who walk in to make sure that they're not coming in here to fuck with all the black people. That's like the questioning that Squidward got. We're just making sure you're not coming in here to fuck with everybody. But then when you get in there, some people can relate to this. Some people can't because they're basic. But um, have you ever experienced like going into like um, having an opinion that is different or a belief or whatever or like an interest that is different from like the standard black people right so i noticed in my pwi in office of diversity a kid there were like the in quotation marks weird black people who you know they may have like been goth or like been very very they may have been like very very enthusiastic anime consumers um you know like the blacks did like to do cosplay and shit like that like you saw it out of them right and it's like i can relate to your blackness so much you know but then there's a certain part of me that is still like associate with things that are kind of white now we're back to the leaf blower bridget i real intimate like cosplay and shit like that being goth shit like that that's considered white people shit so when Squibber realized he still liked his white people shit, you know, he tried to play, be, be that part of himself. It wasn't accepted, Bridget. That's so how I'm I see it. Hearing, what I'm hearing is you're talking about how blacklish, blackness is not a monolith. And sometimes a certain part of ourselves that's not considered black could not be accepted in the standard idea of what blackness is yes and you know what bridget remember i said i was gonna come back to the wig thing you assumed <laughs> that it couldn't be their own hair you just said it's gotta be a wig. <laughs> okay but every listen i look 
I don't have a problem with wigs. I think wigs are great. You think but everybody got to be wig. bald? <laughs> no, I don't. But I know a wig when I see one. And the girls, look, if you're wearing a wig, it's not a problem. But let's not act like it's not a wig. That's, that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. But anyway, I myself am currently wearing a wig. Okay. I myself am wearing a headscarf because I don't want to do my hair. <laughs> but anyway, you know, you realize that, okay, Stacy's mom actually was a bot. Let me get my leaf blower. It is a bot. And I'm not saying, you know, abandon the black people, abandon your people and go back to the white people because that's what was better all along. No, what I'm saying is that, um, Bridget, what is the phrase? Honor every part of yourself. So honor the black part of you, but also honor the part of you that likes things that are not always considered black or that the black community has not accepted yet or whatever community you're a part of. Honor every part of you. That's what Squidward was failing to do. You know, I think Squidward just needed an affinity group or something, you know? <laughs> okay, I'm done bullshit. Who said he needed an affinity group? I see what you did with that. I will say, I did not see that. <laughs> um, I did not see that, but now, since you have explained it, we're here we see each other okay I, I, I see that what i saw when i watched the episode did have to do with white suburbia and cultural uh what's i always mispronounce this word i don't know if it's the southern enemy but it's like cultural hegemony or what is it that's how i pronounce it hegemony okay because i swear somebody said i said it wrong i don't know hey look I'm trying my best with the academic jargon, but we say things differently. Anyways, cultural hegemony, that's what I saw, is a commentary on this idea that the world would be better if everyone put aside their differences and just saw how we were all the same and we all like the same things. As Squidward saw, that shit is boring, okay? We do not have to, as Bree is pointing out, we do not all have to be the same or look the same or have the same interests in order to live together in harmony. Now, of course, you're going to encounter differences. You're going to encounter some disagreements and arguments, as we saw at the beginning of the episode. But eventually, SpongeBob and Patrick apologized in their weird spongebob and patrick gibberish it was still an apology though so i guess when i see this episode i think about how there is a section of our world i.e white people (laughs) um racist white people who think that we should all just be in our own communities and we should all just only talk to each other um And I also think that them thinking that we should do that comes from a place of privilege because they get to decide that they want to live in a gated community in white suburbia where everybody has a house and everybody has food to eat and activities and whatnot and nobody has to steal in order to get their basic needs. We can't all live in that community because 
you guys have decided to destroy that for a lot of people in the world. So that's what I got from that episode. But um, I see what you did there, Bree. I need to ponder on that some more. <laughs> LOL. Well, um, you have to go soon. So, got to teach the chill cheering. Cheering. All right, so I guess we should close this out. Should I close it? Go ahead. All right. Um, <clears throat> thank you all for joining us for another installment of SpongeBob the Revolutionary. Um, if you made it this far, you are a real one. Um, if you want to have more conversation or um, express your thoughts to us about what we talked about today, you can um, you can follow us on SpongeBob underscore the underscore revolutionary on Instagram and um, comment on one of our posts um, or DM us. Uh, you can also email us at SpongeBobTheRevolutionary at gmail.com. And, you know, if you have some friends who just look down and out and they desperately need something to bring them back to life, um, you can tell them that they can find our podcast on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, um, a whole bunch of other places. But I feel like those are the only places that matter. And um, <laughs> we'll see you in our next episode. Bye. We will. Bye. <laughs>